What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Cold Front Daily. I'm your host, Daniel Kelly. I work with the Cold Front Report. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cold Front Report or on our website, coldfrontreport.com. So what I do on this podcast is I talk the latest Bills news, transactions, positional groups. We do mock drafts here. All news around the league. Anything you need to know about the NFL, I am your man for it. So be sure to check out the Cold Front Report, and let's get into the news of the day. Um, Let's start with the uh, Super Bowl participant for the past two years. They did win one of them, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Remember, we talked, guys, about how it was going to be a massacre regarding players being cut. Well, the Chiefs kick it off by releasing both their starting tackles, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz. Fisher, a former number one overall pick. Schwartz, a pro bowler a few times now. He's going to he's gonna be a big commodity on the market. Not too sure about Fisher. I think he's underperformed, especially as a number one pick. But those are the two bookends in Kansas City, so I don't know if they're planning on drafting one high or if they have their eye on somebody in free agency like a Trent Williams, a Darrell Williams perhaps in Buffalo there. But... Um, Kansas City releases both of their left their left tackle and their right tackle. Um, the Saints have to keep making moves because they're projected to be, I believe it was $50 million over the salary cap, but they've been cutting players left and right. This time it's veteran cornerback Janoris Jenkins who leaves the Saints. Um, other than that, guys, there's... Not too much news, but of course, the Buffalo Bills news, which is John Brown, smoke as he was known in Buffalo, is gone. Um, I can't say I'm surprised, but I can't say I'm disappointed. I I understand Diggs' potential, and he is the number one receiver in Buffalo, but even though he was the number one receiver, I feel like there was a special connection between Josh Allen and John Brown, I kind of felt like that was his favorite receiver to go to. And not last season because it was obviously Diggs. But prior to that, he had a 1,000-yard season. And I understand the cap hit was a little too high. If Brown wasn't willing to restructure his contract, I can see why they flat-out released him. But I do hope that that they gave him the option and wanted him to stay because I really wanted him in Buffalo, to be honest. But... Hey, it's a business at the end of the day. Um, They're going to do what they think is right for the team. And like I've said on this podcast before, guys, I trust in the staff. I trust their decisions. I back them 100%. So uh, John Brown hits the free agency market. I don't think Buffalo is looking to bring him back in, in any way, shape, or form because they have not mentioned anything since his release. And I believe there was another player released with him as well. Uh, Quentin Jefferson was also released from the team. So I believe Buffalo saved about $7.9 million with John Brown. And I'm not sure what the exact number on Quentin Jefferson was. 
They also reworked a deal with Vernon Butler, so I believe he's going to remain on the team at a reduced contract. So that's that's good. At least somebody else restructured other than center Mitch Morse. But guys, today, it is Thursday, not quite Friday yet, but we're still waiting on free agency to really get going. So what I wanted to do, what I wanted to do was to go back to Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, which we started last week with the top 10 picks. Uh, we're going to go through 10 to 20 today. And then what, what tomorrow's show is going to consist of is we're going to go to a different mock draft. In fact, we're going to go to the one produced by my buddies here at Cold Front Report, my cohorts. Um, we're going to go through what they think is going to go on. If you guys haven't had a chance to read it, please check it out on coldfrontreport.com. But let's get started on Dan Jeremiah. We're going to go 11 to 20 today because we went through 1 to 10 last Friday. Um, let's get it started, guys. So at 11 is the New York Giants. This is another team that needs a lot of help. Um, not sure how they did well enough to get themselves out of the top 10 this year. But... Here, Daniel Jeremiah has them selecting an edge rusher who is Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. Now, I'm not a scout myself, but I have heard a couple things about Rousseau. Like, he's not ready just yet. He's got a lot of potential, but he's not polished right now. I think the Giants also need help at receiver. So, I think this could also be a receiver here. But... It all depends on which prospect the front office falls in love with. Daniel Jeremiah believes Gregory Rousseau is a fit for the Giants. At number 12, it's the San Francisco 49ers. And here, DJ has them taking Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. He's that big offensive lineman. Mostly because Trent Williams, their number one offensive lineman, is a free agent. He was not franchise tagged. Apparently, the two do want to remain together with Trent Williams and the 49ers, but this could also be a quarterback depending on what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo and what the 49ers want to do. I believe it was announced that they want Garoppolo back, um, but I'm not sure what the cap is and, and what Garoppolo wants money-wise. Speaking of the cap, guys, it was just announced yesterday, finally a number for the NFL season, which was $182.5 million. The last time I saw Buffalo speak about the cap was that they have $4 million to work with as of this moment. So again, that's $182.5 million for the cap in this upcoming season. All right, let's move on to pick 13, which is the LA Chargers. Daniel Jeremiah has them selecting Jalen Waddle, an Alabama receiver. Um, I don't, I don't know about this one. I feel like the Chargers offense has been explosive. It's kind of the fact that their defense really can't stop anybody. Now, I understand they have great edge rushers like Bosa and Ingram, Derwin James on the back end, but I think they need more help at linebacker, more help at corner. But if Waddle's on the board, I, w I wouldn't be surprised to see it just with the contracts they've been paying to Mike Williams and Keenan Allen the past few years getting a young receiver who is cheap 
would help any team in the NFL. Let's be honest. It's another receiver at 14, and this is the Minnesota Vikings. It's Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner out of Alabama. Again, I don't I don't know about this one. The, the Vikings really could not stop anybody last year when it came to playing defense. I think this is going to be a, de- a defensive player, but DJ thinks it's going to be Devontae Smith. 15, New England Patriots. Um... This is another place where a quarterback could go, let's be honest, especially if they don't bring Cam Newton back in, which I don't know what the latest is on that. I I thought he wasn't going to be returning, but I also haven't seen any interest from other teams around the league, any reports or anything like that. Um, Here, DJ has them selecting J.C. Horn, the cornerback out of South Carolina, big-bodied guy, man-to-man, corner. This is another one that I I don't understand because I think the Patriots need help on the offensive side of the football more than anything. They have a lot of defensive starters returning that sat out in the 2019-2020 season due to the COVID-19 virus. So I kind of think this is an offensive player, maybe a skilled position guy. Depending on what happens with the receivers, New England needs a lot of help on the offensive side of the ball. But hey, it's Bill Belichick, you never... You never really know what he's going to do. At 16, we have the Arizona Cardinals, and DJ has them taking the offensive guard out of USC, Elijah Vera Tucker. This is a guy who can play all five positions on the offensive line, and um, I think this would really help bolster Arizona because they have a young core with Kyler Murray. They got a number one receiver with DeAndre Hopkins. It's all about protecting him now. Of course, bringing in J.J. Watt. They're looking to really compete in the NFC West this year. And it's very hard with teams like Seattle, the Rams, and the 49ers, who, despite not having a great quarterback over the past couple of years, have been insanely competitive, even reaching the Super Bowl a mere two seasons ago. Okay, number 17, we have the Las Vegas Raiders, and Daniel Jeremiah has them selecting Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. He's an edge rusher. I think this makes sense. The Raiders have been looking for an edge rusher ever since parting ways with Khalil Mack a few years ago in the trade to the Bears. They really need to hit on their picks. You know, they've had multiple first-round picks over the past few years, and I really haven't seen them progress the way they should. So the Raiders really need a hit. Uh, at 18, Miami Dolphins, this would be their second first-round pick. And Daniel Jeremiah has them selecting Najee Harris, the Alabama running back. I don't know about this one either, guys. Um, Miami is said to be interested in Aaron, jo- Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers. I don't know that they have to go running back. Um, you know, they have a plethora of picks due to the trades they've been making especially with the Texans. Um, I don't know what they do here. I, You know, they, they have a solid team. They won, you know, 10 football games last year. So I really think this is going to be best player available. And if they believe Najee Harris is the best player available, then by all means. But I think this could be a linebacker, especially with the release of Kyle Van Noy. Um, Miami's in a good spot, and that's not good for – us Buffalo Bills fans. Number 19, Washington football team. 
Christian Derosaw, the offensive tackle. This is another team that needs a quarterback. I can see them possibly trading up if if they fall in love with one of the QBs. Because I, I don't know who Derosaw would be coming in to protect. So this is another team that has a lot of needs. They sit at 19 due to the fabulous play by Alex Smith last year, who was released and is now a free agent and going to be available to sign with any team. And to round out the top 20 for Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, we have the Chicago Bears, and here he has them selecting Kadarius Toney, who is a very speedy wide receiver out of Florida. The Bears, another team who I don't know what they're doing at quarterback. I don't know if receiver is the number one need. I feel like it's a deep class at that position. This might, again, be a situation of, of best player available. I don't think you can go wrong with that. You know, just strengthen your football team, bring in competition the best way you know how, and see what happens from there. But without a capable quarterback, having guys like Kadarius Toney and Allen Robinson, what is it going to do for you in the end? Are you going to win seven games? Are you going to start hot and fizzle out the same way that the Bears did in 2019-2020? I don't know. I feel like a lot of these teams have a lot of question marks and um, – Free agency is going to really help us fans realize what's going on with the draft scenarios. So guys, that's all I have for you today on this episode of the Cold Front Daily. Please be sure to check out the Cold Front Report on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cold Front Report or on our website, coldfrontreport.com. You can find me on Twitter if you're interested. I'm at the real Dan Kelly. That's at the real Dan Kelly. And I'll be speaking to you guys tomorrow on the Cold Front Reports official mock draft 1.0. So be sure to check that out, and I'll see you guys later. Thanks a lot.